0: Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Thank you for listening. I don't take your presence for granted. And as you listen, may God bless you. May God reach you where you are. May God give you courage and strength and power and wisdom and insight. May God bless you with his Holy Spirit and fill you with his Holy Spirit and lead you and guide you by his Spirit because he is the all-knowing God. He is a God who sees us, who knows us, knows our situations, our conditions, knows everything that's going on. More than we know, more than anyone can ever know. God bless you as you listen. Today I want us to talk about courage. I want us to talk about courage. And um, what is courage? What is courage? I have some definitions here. The uh, dictionary.com says, Courage is the quality of being ready and willing to face negative situations involving danger or pain. The quality of being ready and willing to face negative situations involving danger pain. Showing courage is often thought of as facing such situations without fear. But it also involves facing them despite fear. So you face negative situations that involve danger and pain despite the fact that and the truth that you are afraid. That's what courage is. And if we go, um, I'm going to take this slowly because there's so much to, um, to read. If we go to, um, yeah, this is also dictionary.com. It says, the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain without fear. The world is, has just, there's so many things that are happening now. So much tragedy, so much grief, so much pain. It takes courage to live. It takes courage to to get out of your bed every morning. It takes courage to breathe. It takes courage to go to work Monday through Friday or weekends if you work weekends. It takes courage to love. It takes courage to give. It takes courage to just be, to be alive. Everything just seems so dark now. Everything just seems so challenging and not just seems but is. Life is so challenging now. And we need courage. I don't know where you get your courage from. But I get my courage from God. Here's another definition of courage. The ability to do something that frightens one. Strength in the face of pain or grief. That's courage. Strength in the face of pain or grief. Courage does not deny the truth that you are in pain. Courage does not deny the truth that you're hurting. Courage does not deny the truth that you are grieving. Courage does not deny the fact that you are full of fear or full of pain or tragedy or trauma. It doesn't deny the truth. Courage says, I know you're going through this. I know this happened to you. But courage also says, that it is the ability to do something in the face of pain or grief, or perhaps you're frightened. But courage says it is the ability to do something that frightens one. You see, in the Wikipedia it says, Courage is the choice and willingness to confront agony, pain, danger, uncertainty, or intimidation. It is the willingness. You see something that is consistent here. Ability, strength, willingness. I like willingness because I believe when you have the will to do something, then you will find the ability and the strength and the courage to confront that agony, confront that fear, confront that fright confront that pain, confront that danger, confront that uncertainty, and confront that intimidation. A lot of us are intimidated every day. We feel insecure because we don't know what's going on anymore. We don't know what's going on anymore. We're grasping at straws. We're beating the air. We're hearing this today, hearing that tomorrow. What is the truth? What are the facts? We don't know. We're facing danger every day, every time, even in our homes. Not to talk of when we step out of our homes, when we go into our offices, when we're about the grocery store, when we're about shopping, whatever it is, wherever we are, where we're driving, walking, there's danger everywhere. It's everywhere. There's pain in the hearts of so many people, millions of people, agony, and it's so easy now to be discouraged and to throw in the towel and to give up and to give in. And so today, let's talk about not giving up and not giving in. Courage is, 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 not, it, it, is that there's fear, but you triumph over that fear. You are brave and you conquer that fear. Courage is that there's pain, but you conquer that pain. There's danger, but you conquer that danger. There's uncertainty, but you conquer that uncertainty. There's intimidation. There's fright. There's weakness. There's uh, you're petrified, but you conquer. That's great courage. You're not denying the existence of the challenge. You're saying, "I see it, I see you, but I'm gonna face you." It hurts. I'm frightened. I'm petrified. I'm concerned. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to face you. Whatever I do, I'm going to face this situation. Whatever I do, I'm going to face this situation. I'm not going to be in denial. I'm not going to turn my back on it because if I turn my back on it, it's going to eat me up. It's going to cause further destruction. So I have to face this. I have to face this for myself, for my family, for my colleagues, for my world, for my earth. I have to face this thing. Whatever it is that you're facing, whatever it is that you have to overcome. Be courageous. Don't throw in the towel. I know, easier said than done. It's not easy to be courageous. It takes a lot. And like I said earlier, I don't know where you draw your strength from. I don't know where you draw your courage from. But I draw mine from God. Certainly not from myself, because what I do give God is, because again, courage is the willingness, right? Is the willingness to face whatever you have to face, whatever I have to face. My will is free will. Your will is free will. Who do you give your will to? What do you do with your willpower to face courage? I choose to give my free will, my willpower to God to give me courage. I don't know who you give your will to and who you give your willpower to. But I I refuse to, to think that I can overcome or that I overcame the things that I have overcome or that I am going to overcome the things that I need to overcome without God, without the Holy Spirit, and without Jesus. The way the world is going now, we need God more than ever. We need Jesus more than ever. We need the Holy Spirit more than ever we need their insight, we need their strength, we need their authority, we need their deliverance, we need their salvation, we need their power, we need their wherewithal to push through any and everything. Everything. Because it's coming, people. The dark clouds, the darker days, the more challenging days, the trauma, the tragedy. I I would love to sugarcoat this to you. But I cannot and I will not lie to you. Things are not going to get any better per se. You see how the world is going. You see what's going on. You see the cruelty. You see the darkness. You see, you see the, the, uh, the extent that people are willing to go to hurt other people for whatever reasons. And it's happening every day and it's getting worse every day. So who do you submit to? Who do you submit to for salvation, for courage? Where do you draw your strength from? Who do you draw your strength from? Because with what's going on, none of us has a capacity. None of us has a capacity to face what's going on alone. So who do you tap into? Another human being who also needs courage and strength, just like you do? Or will you tap into the God, into our creator, whose strength is endless, whose power is endless, his infinite, his power is eternal? We have decisions to make. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm going to read a lot of scriptures because I don't want to just talk. I want you to draw from the word of God. I want to draw from the word of God because even as I speak to you, I need courage myself. So I'm not coming from a place of someone who doesn't need courage or who is so courageous more than you or anybody else. No, my courage, I draw from God. So let me give you what I have because I can't give you what I don't have. What I do have is God. What I do have is the Holy Spirit. What I do have is Jesus, all by God's grace, all by God's mercy, all by God's deliverance and God's salvation. And I thank him. I thank him for his deliverance and salvation and mercy. And I want to pass this on to you because you're going to need it, because it has helped me. And I strongly believe that when you go through something that helps someone, when you have knowledge and experience that helps another person, you pass it on. Peter said to the lame man, silver and gold I don't have, but this do I have in the name of Jesus. So Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, have I not commanded you? It's a command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Do not be frightened, my sister. Do not be frightened, my brother. Be strong and courageous. God commands it. Let it enter your spirit. Let that command enter your spirit. Let that command enter your mind. Let that command enter your soul and your body and your free will. Be not afraid. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and be courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. He says, for why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 says be strong and courageous do not fear or be in dread of them for it is the Lord your God who goes with you he will not leave you or forsake you let me read that again Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 be strong and courageous do not fear or be in dread of them Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. Why? For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Where has God sent you? What has God called you to do? What is your purpose in life? Why are you here? What is it that frightens you? What is it that hinders you? What is it that discourages you? What is it that tells you? Or who is it that says, It is impossible that it cannot be done, that you ought to live in fear. God says, I am with you. He says, I am with you wherever you go. He says, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. So for those of us who believe in God, we know or we should know. Whatever we do, wherever we go, that our God is with us. If you don't believe in God, I encourage you to believe in God so that you can have this type of courage that we're talking about today. So that you can have this type of strength that we're talking about today. It, because it's not man-made. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. And when I say spiritual because there's all kinds of spirituality out there now when I say spiritual for me what I mean is it is of God it is of the Holy Spirit it is of Jesus that's the kind of spiritual I'm talking about He's with you In 2 Timothy verse 1 ch- sorry 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 it says for God gave us a spirit Not of fear. So, whatever fear you're feeling, it's not of God. He did not give that to you. For God gave us a spirit not of fear. He did not give us a spirit of fear. It says, but of power and love and self control. Of power and love and self control. But where I want to focus on is a part where it says, not of fear. God did not give you the spirit of fear. It is not his fault. He didn't didn't make you have it. He didn't put it in there. He didn't put it in your way. Something, someone, some experience built fear in you, put fear in your path to hinder you, to block you. But God says, He says, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. So think about it. Meditate on that for a moment. God Himself goes with you. And He says, He will not leave you or forsake you. In Psalm 27, verse 14, it says, Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Wait for Him. You're confused. You're feeling lost. You're frightened. You're in pain. You're in agony. You're traumatized. You're hurting. You feel misunderstood. Everywhere you go, you sense rejection, reproach. Be still and know that He is God. Wait on Him wait for the Lord, be strong, be still, sit still, lie still, calm yourself down. Remember in 2 Timothy verse, chapter 1 verse 7, it says, and he's given us the spirit of self-control, control yourself, control yourself, calm yourself down, take a deep breath, go for a walk, take a nap, do something that will calm you down. Not something addictive. Not something that will cause you to become an addict to it. No, do something that will calm you down, that will bring you toward God, that will cause you to wait on Him, that will cause you to hold on to Him, that will cause you to believe that He's with you wherever you go. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord no matter how you feel. Wait for the Lord. Seek his face. Ask him, what's next? Where should I go? Who should I talk to? What should I do? Where should I be? How should I be? Wait for him. Direct me, Lord. Lead me. Holy Spirit, fill me. I feel so weak. Fill me. Be with me guide me, lead me, direct me. I wait for you, oh God. It's not easy to wait on God. It's not easy to wait for God because we're so trained in our minds and our bodies, our souls, our spirits for quick fixes, quick fixes. Everything is instantaneous. Everything is microwave. But God takes his time because when he's bringing the blessing, when he's preparing you for what your gift is for what your talent is, what your divine purpose is. He wants to make sure that you're ready. He wants to make sure that you're purged and prepared. And purged in a good way, not purged the way the world sees it. Purged as in cleansing you, preparing you, giving you joy, giving you peace, strengthening you, giving you good character, preparing you for the best that is ahead. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Mm, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in Him with all, not some of. Everything, everything. The things that you might even feel guilty about ashamed of, not just the good stuff, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, pour it out to him, talk to him about it. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I have to go so that the one who will comfort you, who will teach you, who will direct you, who will show you the way it can come. And that's the same spirit that empowered Jesus on the earth. That's the same spirit that resurrected Jesus. Jesus says he has to come. I got to go so he can come and be with you and direct you and lead you and comfort you. Talk to the Holy Spirit, my brother. Talk to the Holy Spirit, my sister. Trust him with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Stop trying to figure it out. It's too much for your mind. It's too much for you. Stop trying to be intellectual and so intelligent and so independent. Be vulnerable to God. I'm not just saying this to you. I'm talking about what I had to go through. I had to learn to be vulnerable to God. I had to learn how to yield and lay it all down before him. Not use my intelligence and use my intellect and use my free will. Those only got me so far. But we're talking about deep mysteries, deep mysteries about this world, deep mysteries about what is happening on this earth, deep mysteries about who people are and what they're capable of doing, deep mysteries about where should we go, what should we do, who should we go with, who should we not go with, very, very deep. The human eye cannot see, the human ear cannot hear, the human mind cannot comprehend because these are spiritual things. You have to go deep into the spirit. The Bible says deep calls on to deep. You have to hold on to the Holy Spirit. You got to call on God. How do you get the Holy Spirit? By giving your life to Jesus. Receiving his salvation. And then cry out to him for help. Be filled with the Holy Spirit who will empower you. And give you wisdom. And open your spiritual eyes, open your spiritual ears, open your spiritual understanding so that you can begin to see and hear and understand the mysteries that your ordinary eye, your ordinary ear cannot see or hear. Your ordinary mind cannot perceive. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, not some all, everything you want to do, every plan you make, every step you take, every choice, every decision, everything. Acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Even when you're confused, when you acknowledge God, when you have the courage to look within and say, God, this is how I feel. This is who I am. I lay everything before you. These are my plans. I give you everything. You lead me. You guide me. He will, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will make straight your paths because God is never confused. He's never frightened. We're the ones who are confused and frightened and insecure. And we need someone. We need a being who is bigger than the spiritual mysteries of this world, that the, who, who can see everything that's going on, the things we cannot see, the things we cannot hear, the things we cannot begin to comprehend or understand. We need a being who can see, hear, comprehend, and who can give us courage and who will make our path straight, who will keep us on the right path, who will keep us on the path that is secure, who will keep us on the path that is a blessing, who will keep us on the path that is protected by him. So who do you want to be protected by? People, yourself, Oh God? Who do you want to be led by? People, yourself, or the Holy Spirit? Whose salvation and deliverance do you want? People, yourself, or the salvation of Jesus, the deliverance of Jesus? Whose authority and power do you want to walk in? The power of people, the authority of people, you know how abusive that is? Unless you meet someone who's exceptional, someone who's broken by God and who knows what it means to treat other people gently and with wisdom and with compassion and unconditional love unless you meet that type of person who is unselfish because they have seen God, they have walked with him and they're filled with his spirit and his thoughts towards mankind. Who will you yield to? Who will you yield to? To God? To people, the systems of this world, to yourself? Hmm. Psalm 31 verse 24. Be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait for the Lord, wait for him, wait for God. Be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait for the Lord. That is the message today. That is, you know, courage. Be still. Wait for him. There's so much going on. So much bad news. So many things that are happening that are destabilizing or destabilizing people. So much of the, the, the unseen, things are just hitting people left, right, and center. And we're like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? The Bible calls such things fiery darts, fiery arrows. But when we hold on to God, when we wait for Him, when we trust in Him, the Bible says the sun shall not strike me by day, nor the moon by night. It says, 10,000 shall fall at my right, 10,000 on my left, but it shall not come nigh me. It says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You see, God has to be your anchor. Jesus has to be your anchor. The Holy Spirit has to be your anchor. The Bible says that when the builder builds a house without the Lord, they build in vain. When the watchman watches without the Lord, they watch in vain. You got to build with God. You got to watch with God. Otherwise, you're building on sand. It's like the house that was built on sand. And the winds came, the storms came, and it was destroyed, annihilated completely. But the house that was built on Christ stood, withstood the test of time, withstood the storms, withstood the agony, the pain, the fear, the fright. Withstood. Do you want to be able to withstand what is going on now and what is coming? Hold on to God. Wait for him. Find your strength in him. Find your courage in him. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Get your salvation and deliverance from Jesus. In Psalm 112 verse 7. It says, he is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. (laughs) When you trust in God, when you hold on to him, you develop the type of courage where even when you hear bad news, you're not afraid because (laughs) you know who has your life in his hands. He says, his heart is firm, your heart does' it's so firm you, you, you you're still when you hear bad news. you smile when you hear bad news Lit- literally I'm not lying to you. you hold on when you hear bad news because you know who you are, you are anchored in when you're going through tough times you might cry yes, you might be angry and upset traumatized agonized yes, you feel the pain you're a human being. But you smile, oh, you smile from within because you know who your God is. You know where your strength comes from. You know where your peace comes from. You know who is fighting for you. The God of angel armies is fighting for you. He says, be still and know that I am God. You know that you have a firm foundation. That's why your heart is firm. Because why? You are trusting in the Lord. Isaiah 41 verse 10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Is God saying, I, I, I. Not the way we human beings mean I. Our ego, our pride, our arrogance, our know-it-all. No, that will fail us. Oh, I have your back, but that's going to fail too, right? No, we're talking about God here. Isaiah 41 verse 10, he says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hmm. Psalm 16, verse 8. Psalm 16, verse 8. I have set the Lord always before me. Have you set the Lord always before you? Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year. Have you set the Lord before you? He says, I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. I shall not be shaken. I am frightened, but I'm not shaken. I feel defeated, but I'm not shaken. I feel like a failure, but I'm not shaken. I'm going through agony and trauma and pain, but I am not shaken. Why? Because I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, therefore I shall not be shaken. That's what it's going to take my brother. That's what it's going to take my sister. To live the rest of our days on this earth. The Lord ever before us, so that we remain unshaken. Even as it says in Psalm 112, verse 7, even when we hear bad news, he says he is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. So where's your heart? Who do you trust in? What do you build on? What is your foundation? Can it sustain you? Will it keep you? A lot of us are going through fear. But like David said, Psalm 27 verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Who are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? If the Lord is your light and your salvation, you will not fear. Yes, fear will come your way. Yes, you'll sense it. Yes, you'll feel it. But you'll be able to what? Shake it off. Why? Because the Lord is at your right hand. Because the Lord is ever before you. Psalm 56, verse 3 to 4. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? Isaiah chapter 12 verse 2, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid for the Lord God is my strength and my song. You can sing in your pain. You can sing in your agony. You can sing in your trauma. You can sing in your fear. You can sing when you're confused. You can sing when you're in pain. Why? Because God is your strength. And why? Because he has become your salvation. Isaiah chapter 12, 12, verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. When God has become your salvation, who can defeat you? Who can conquer you? Who can call you a failure? Who can have advantage or take advantage over you? John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither be afraid. This is Jesus talking. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Not the peace of the world. The peace of the world doesn't last. People themselves need peace, so how can they give you peace? They themselves are seeking peace, whether they know it or not. And the kind of peace the world is seeking is the one that only Jesus can give, but people refuse to come to him. They refuse to know him. They have all kinds of philosophies and theories and arguments and debates about Jesus. When he is the one person, the one and only person who has what they need, the peace, the joy, the abundance, the blessings are all in Jesus, the deliverance, the peace of mind. Hmm. Oh, Lord, we thank you. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. You may abound in courage. You may abound in strength. You may abound in power. You may abound in stability. You may abound in peace. You may abound in joy. You may abound in courage. Hmm. Let me leave this with you. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, it says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And when your strength is small, right, you don't have courage. When your strength is small, any, anything, anybody can take advantage of you. When your strength is small, out of fear, you can make really bad decisions. When your strength is small, out of fear, you can be deceived or you can deceive. So many things will happen to your character, your personality, your mind, your life. A lot of lies begin to take place, whether coming out of you or coming out of people, because you're trying to survive. And you're tapping into any and everything and becoming this today, becoming that tomorrow. Because your strength is small. You're trying to live. You're trying to survive. So you're making all these things up. You're making these choices and decisions. And some of them are not of truth. Because you got to cover this. You got to cover that. You have to cover yourself. Because the world is full of deception. And you feel like you have to play their game with them. And you have to wear these masks and put on these facades but you don't have to your strength does not have to be small your strength does not have to be confused and lost you can hold on to god in first chronicles chapter 16 verse 11 it says seek the lord and his strength seek his presence continually continually Ezra chapter 10, verse 4 Arise, for it is your task, and we are with you. Be strong and do it. There's something for you to do on this earth. There's a reason why you're still alive. So seek the Lord and his strength. Why? So that your strength does not become small, so that you remain courageous, you remain brave, you remain powerful, you remain full of authority. And I mean spiritual authority that comes from God, from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. He says, seek his presence continually. Arise, for it is your task and we are with you. Be strong and do it. What is it that you've been called to do? What is the truth you've been called to speak? What is the task you've been given, but you're frightened, you're afraid. And things have happened to you that have caused your strength to be small. Be of good courage. The Lord is with you. Hmm. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We thank you for strength. We thank you for strength. We thank you for courage, the kind that only you can give. Fill us with your courage. Courage to deal with what has happened in the past that is still affecting us. Courage to bury the past, that that which needs to be buried. Let it be buried and remain buried. Courage to face our present time. Courage to face our future. Courage to be the men and women that you have created us to be. Despite our fears, despite our fright. Despite what's going on, despite our pain, give us courage to live, to stay alive. Give us courage to make a positive impact on this earth, regardless of what we've been through, regardless of what we've done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, give your people courage. Give us courage. Help us to stand firm. Help us to put the Lord ever before us. And to remain anchored in him. And let our foundations be built by him. So that when the storms come, when fear come, we are solid. We are immovable, unshakable. We we'll smile through the storm in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us understanding. Give us power. Give us authority. Give us courage. Give us courage. Give us courage in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord be gracious unto you and give you peace in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Feel free to write to activate God's purpose. At gmail.com. Activate God's purpose at gmail.com. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Be courageous. Remain courageous. Look up to God. He's right there. He's with you. He's for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Until next time, God bless you.